Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, Shadow Squad. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Shadow Hunters After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're going to be breaking down Season 3, Episode 4, titled Thy Soul Instructed. We're going to be talking about bloodlust, owls, and new roommates. They can be super dangerous. It's going to be a good one, so stay tuned. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Hello, all of you Shadow Squad people all around the world. We love you so much, and thank you for tuning in to this week's Shadow Hunter After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I am your host, Sam Davidson. I am joined by friends and co-host, Dakota T. Jones. What is up, you guys? You guys ready? I am so excited to be here. Becca Brown. Hi. And she's in the chat as well. And <laughs> yes, of course, I am. Allie Nasta. What's going on? Shadow we, Squad. Shadow Squad. <laughs> oh, God. We're a little too excited about this episode, yes. but we hope that you guys are too. Of course, we're in the live chat, so please yes. comment, let us know what you think, rate, review, subscribe. We love hearing your feedback. So, overall thoughts about this episode. Let's I've start just, with Allie. I realize that this this season, I think, is the goriest one yet, mm-hmm. because I've made many gasps and screams <laughs> to where I can't control what's coming out of my mouth. I legitimately, I legitimately can't help the squeals and, and squirms. So I did one too when I was watching here at the studio. I don't remember what I said, but I laughed after I said it. And we have headphones on when we're watching. Mm-hmm. So I go, oh no. And it was like really, and everyone was just quiet. So yeah, I, I'm right there with you. What yeah. about well, you, Becca? I walked in on the, these two watching the commercial for next week. Oh my gosh. And I was like, oh my <laughs> Something like that. The reaction. Um, I like this Kyle guy. That's oh, my overall reaction. Becca texted me. I she's, would be his roommate. Oh, because <laughs> he's Becca. cute. Or I gotta just say, this is the first Becca said. <laughs> quote: If this Kyle guy comes to the studio, I will be you with Dom. <laughs> so, and this is the first time I've seen Becca excited about you know one of the hottest guys that you know we have all the hot guys in the show. It's so funny because she 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 was saying how she thinks he's from Twilight or something. He because- reminds me of a werewolf. Yeah, well, he totally something. does. He is. Which we'll get into. Wait, Becca, something. I have a question for you. <laughs> so, I know you like him aesthetically, but do you trust him in the show, in the Shadowhunters world? Do you trust him? Uh, <laughs> no. She's well, blinded. Well, second guess. I don't trust everything. him. I don't trust him. What yeah. did you think, Dakota, I about everything? I second guessing Honestly, everything. this whole storyline <laughs> with, with Dom, um, Jace as this, like, black owl thing, it's, it's a lot. And I'm like, it's so frustrating because I'm like, this poor guy thinks he's got a mental illness, and really it's just this girl named Lilith who's screwing around with his head. Like, yeah, that's you know so messed up. It's so messed up, and the fact that, like, I feel like, I don't know if Lilith knows his past and his mother and all that kind of thing, but, like, it seems like she's almost, like, playing to that factor to make him really not suspect that it's her at all. Yeah. Which is crazy. So I, I really like how it's <laughs> kind of playing out, and I think it's an interesting angle to the story that we haven't seen in a while. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see how it plays out, but it's super, like... 
on the edge of my seat frustrating because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, please, Jace, don't die. Like, don't kill anyone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just... Don't do anything stupid while you're sleeping. But even if he did, it wouldn't be him. Whenever he is sleeping, it's a different soul that, like, he gets taken over. So it's not Jace doing that's it. That's true. It's the demon. Mm-hmm. We have to remember that. Okay. Yeah, that's what I say every time I'm drunk, okay? <laughs> but it's technically it's not, not me. And now that, you know, we're sh- our shadow hunters are drinking now, it's okay, we can say that. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Simon. I want to start off by, I, I always love his storylines the most. Me too. I think. Can I just say, I don't know what it was about him this episode, but he looked so good. I think he got a haircut, to be Maybe honest. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I mean, Simon's always been cute, but like this episode, I, he really stuck out to me. I don't know what it was. We're sponsored by I think, haircut. Honestly, I think, honestly, because of the fact that he was kind of like outside and like walking yeah. around in the daylight, like, I don't know, we always see them in, at, in nighttime and, you know, the shadows on his it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline face and like different things but like it was like full sunlight he was just walking around and i think that it was just kind of a new way of seeing him we don't really see him like that very often so maybe that's why because i thought something looked different about him too and maybe it's because he was happy and passionate he seemed like he was really getting along with kyle so maybe it was because he's actually a little happy for one what do you think i was gonna say it's his forehead thing because he doesn't have to worry about anyone harming him now (laughs) Maybe it's just that extra confidence. Yeah, I mean, it's that daylighter glow, okay? (laughs) So I think they should start selling it at Sephora. It could make our skin sparkle. We'd be confident. Mm -hmm. And just walk down the street with no fears. It's, It's the daylighter combo mixed with, you know, the fairy. The fairy, um... Hornet on the top. Hornet. Hornet. <laughs> the so invisible thing. That's what it's hornet. called. We'll call it that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, God. Mark of Cain, okay? Mark of Cain, you guys. I got it. Go. I got it. Mark of Cain. <laughs> Fairy, Fairy Hornet's hornet. good, too. <laughs> Fairy Hornets are fun. <laughs> I love how Maya was really defending, you know, him to Luke. And we find out Luke has a second plan. We had to have known that, right? He wasn't just going to throw, basically, his son onto the street. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think about Maya being upset about this and kind of making up excuses for Simon? Do you really think he's that dangerous or are we like overplaying it? I mean, I think he definitely is dangerous. We see that. But the thing is, is she has a point. He's always being provoked. Like he's not the one causing trouble. The other werewolves are having problems with him being around and they're the ones that are going after him. And he is just defending himself in a way. So I really think that the werewolves really need to take a chill pill because they're they're always like the most. They're the most extra ones that we have. <laughs> like yeah, they're they, always just like so... They're oh. very sensitive. Yeah, they're very sensitive. Because they're human. They're like, they're the only ones that are actually kind of human. But there's, so, there's too <laughs> well, much... Not, Except they turn into animals Too much sometimes. testosterone though, yeah. you know? Like it's always like, I'm a guy, I need to kick someone out, you know? Like, okay, chill, like... <laughs> they are the fine. most feisty. Well, I don't know, because I guess we just don't... We're not around too many of the vampires too much, so maybe we just can compare straight to the werewolves. Because the only vampires <laughs> really see is Raphael and uh, Simon, <laughs> yeah. and Raphael definitely doesn't have a cool 
He yeah. definitely lashes out irrationally. But I, anyway, I do understand that Maya is only looking out for Simon's best interest, but I think that what she needs to realize is that Luke is not going to abandon him, and we kind of see that Luke has his hand in something else trying to help Simon, even though he's not able to have him at the Jade Wolf anymore. What is this, though? Okay, let's talk about this dude, Kyle. That's Becca's, you know, like, <laughs> new husband. Um, I think he's going to be a great father to your dog, Angel. <laughs> So Probably. He's very protective. He has a nice apartment, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, just watch out for <laughs> watch out for Simon's uh, fingernail clippings, toenail clippings. <laughs> oh, yeah. on the couch. Gross. Well, you know, Maya was about to break it off when yeah. over that. At movie talk, we call this a cute meet. You know, someone meets on the street. There's a bicycle. There's a person walking. They almost hit. They try to save each other, <laughs> and then a relationship forms. You know, this isn't a romantic relationship, but it but could be. Actually, Dakota said, "I see relationship vibes." Didn't you say something like it that? It just seemed very like, "Oh, we're such like bros. Like, let's live in the apartment together. Let's, you know, eat food and play guitar and let's cuddle on the but couch." But that's and play why video bromance. <laughs> the word bromance is so real, guys. <laughs> it's a, a true bromance. thing. Yeah, I mean, girls have that with each other all the time. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you're my best friend. I love you now. We're obsessed with each other. Let's hang out all the time. I mean, <laughs> it is true. It, oh, shut up, Becca. We and then totally they get, had that. But then they get tired of each other usually, and then it like. <laughs> yeah, we dump each I, other to the wayside. Yeah. yeah. I have a problem yeah. with saying, oh my gosh, love you so much. And I'm realizing that sometimes I've started to say love you to someone where I'm like, oh my gosh, this could look so bad. But it's such a, like, a thing that I say love you to everybody. Mm-hmm. That no, but you love me. I do love you. I, I do mean it. I do. I think we mean it when we say yeah. it. Yeah, I definitely love all of you guys. <laughs> I mean it. But now, I'm saying it, I say it too loosely yeah. to where sometimes I'm so upset <laughs> like to a person where that's way too early to be saying something like that. But it's not because I actually mean it. It's like Well oh. now we know that like she just throws the word I love you away, so I don't feel special anymore. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we we do have this love romance yeah. between these two dudes kind and of. I totally fell for it until the end, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I same because of when um uh what's it? Luke Kyle was on the phone Luke, yeah when Luke was on the phone I noticed there was something in the demeanor of his voice and his facial expression that Luke is behind something and I think he knows what this Mark of Cain does and I think he's almost scared of Simon and thinks he's worse than um than we all think he is and anybody knows and he mentioned that Simon belongs to the Paytor now Praetor yeah. what does that mean I don't know. But that's, that's creepy. <laughs> that's the creepy thing is because now he belongs to this Praetor and Kyle is a part of that. So I almost am thinking that Luke has something sketchy in behind, in his back pocket and I'm a little worried about it. Okay. Or knows something. Guys, please let us know in the comments and Becca will kind yeah. of see what you guys are thinking. I really want to know what they we think We need some help Praetor here. Is. Yes. Yeah. We need some help on the Praetor. That way we don't look stupid trying to figure it out. You guys figure it out for us then we'll talk about it and we'll, you know. Yeah, thanks for giving our secret away, Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, let's talk about what's going on with Alec, the Shadow Squad. Um Okay, forgive me because these two new girls that are introduced to us, I'm I'm very confused by them. I keep on getting them confused. So there's Mor- Morgan. Is she the one that's locked in the bottom of the institute? Mm-hmm. Is that where she's locked? Yeah, because it's Lydia's the vampire. No, a uh, Heidi. Heidi. I thought it was Heidi is the what? Heidi is like the the, the new vampire chick. The vampire chick, the one that. Oh Raphael my gosh! Turned. Yes. Yes. You're right. I don't know why I call Lydia. No, Lydia is Alex. Is ex-wife. Ex-wife. That's they look alike. She hasn't been around in a while. They look alike. Yeah. Well, they do. I, well, they, I mean, it is true because 
It kind of bothers me. They expect us to remember. I wish they could have done some flashback things where Simon is thinking about what he did. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, they could just recall because it's (laughs) been a long time. It was a very brief part of the show last season where he turned her. And then this Morgan character. So Morgan is... uh, one of the women, I believe, that the owl attacked, correct? Mm-hmm. And uh, they have her locked up. They say her cells are no longer mundane. They're demonic. And there's no way that they can save her. But then, um, at the end of the episode, the owl keeps uh, goes down to where they have her chained up. And he keeps on saying he has to get Sarah. And then there's a demon voice that says, Talto. And the owl... Jace, he comes to where uh, this girl is being held, and then he says something in like Latin, and she dies. Or he throws her against the wall. I thought she died. He throws her against the wall, but she just seems to kind of collapse. She does not die. Um, And then you know the Shadow Squad comes down, and she's free of demonic possession somehow. So this is there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of stuff going on here. Do you guys have any kind of input or people in the chat in the comments? Was this in the book? And is this completely new? Does it make any sense to you guys? Lilith, Lilith is or who's the girl? Is Lilith is the one that's like doing all this, right? Yes, yes. She's orchestrating it all. So what I want to know is obviously she's having Jace kind of finish some kind of mission for her. I want to know if that's what she wanted. If she wanted Jace to go down there and free this girl of demons, but that seems kind of kind of counterproductive to the fact that she's wanting to have all these disciples. So I, I want to know if Jace somehow while he was sleeping and while he was like the owl was able to kind of help free her, or if that wasn't a part of the plan, if that was, that part kind of confused me. Well, I think that he's trying, I think she's trying to purify these people. Because if you think about it, when Jace died, you know, his soul left him for a second and then came back. And I think in that that small second, that's when they were able to bring Jonathan back into his body because there was nothing in there. And so maybe she needs some sort of purified souls to help her complete this thing. Because it almost wouldn't make sense. I don't know. To me, I'm not thinking that a, a demon... I don't know. It just seemed, it would seem weird if they're trying to take these people and turn them all into demons to help them with, because it sounds like she's trying to like bring back a baby or something. Yeah. And so I think she would, I feel like she would need pure souls. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I could be completely, this would be my brain completely. Julia says that I think Jace tried to free free her. And I kind of agree with that. That would make sense. We're going to get into Jace and Lilith and all that crazy Demonic stuff. Just demonic nastiness uh, at the (laughs) end. Definitely nastiness. Before we get there, I want to, um, of course, talk about something that's not so nasty and that's really, really fun that we all enjoy here at After Buzz TV. You know, if you don't want to talk about Shadowhunters and death, you know, you should listen to Maria. (laughs) Yes, you should definitely listen to Maria Menounos' new podcast. It's Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition. It's hosted by our After Buzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos feature celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life, from health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and so much more. Let our Maria be the big sister that you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe 
subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos. And guys, it's free. Just be sure to rate and comment. And when you do, let Maria know that the Shadow Squad is the one that brought you there. Again, that's Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition. Go check it out. It is so much fun. It's so inspiring. And she has so much, so many variations of talent that she brings in to interview them on different, you know, they're all in different um, paths of their lives. Mm -hmm. So you can really take away some great information from these podcasts. And Allie was a co-host last week. Yes. Yes. It was so much fun. If For those of you that actually um, are oncers, if you've ever watched Once Upon a Time, um, I was able to guest host with Maria and we interviewed Jennifer Morrison who played Emma Swan and she just made her big directorial debut Mm -hmm. um, on Sundogs, which is on Netflix. So you guys should definitely check out this interview. It was so much fun and obviously it's free and you can just listen to it when you're shopping, in traffic, and it's like you've got your best friend right there. So definitely go check it out, guys. Definitely. Yeah, and I'm very proud of you. We're very happy for Allie. She did an amazing job. Thanks, guys. Uh, What did you say, Bex? I was going to say about what we were talking about previously. I just read a comment. Um, Monisha says that Lilith is covering her tracks and Seb Roos says... Love needs 33 pure souls corrupted by... 33. And guess what 3 plus 3 adds to? 6. The number of the devil. Okay. Wait, what? Boom. Mic drop. Whoa. Yes. All right. I didn't even know that. We'll revisit this in a moment. (laughs) All right, Cardi B. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some uh, very strong females too. So- Izzy and Clary. Yes. So they've got money moves. My my I- notes on their scene was Izzy and Clary girl talk at Yinfin Crack Den. Um, so basically, that's what was happening. Sorry, I don't really know another name for that. I'll just say it once. Um, but there, you know, she's like, I know these ways, Izzy. You know, oh, it's fine. Don't be worried. Everyone's just yin finning on the side, you know, under tents and stuff. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so true. They're all just like cracking out and like. Yin finning out. Yeah. Yin finning. Uh, Yin finning. And I I always love girl talk. And as much as I love Clary and I love Kat, it was almost nice in a way this episode to see her take a secondary role to To the rest of the storylines. Yeah, to Izzy, to, you know, everybody else. Yeah, Izzy got a lot. Izzy got an interesting storyline in this episode, particularly. Yeah. I think I was very, I was like really interested in all the Izzy scenes yeah. in particular. I think she's one of those people that I always want to see more of personally. I love her. I love her character, and I thought it was really awesome to kind of see her vulnerable side. And she was talking about how most of her relationships in the past always dealt with sex, and with Raphael, it was different because he obviously didn't want that, <laughs> but she still loved him and sought after him. So. Just that plus the addiction factor where that's why they can't be together. It was just interesting to see her kind of get real and talk to us about this and kind of like show Clary that she's having a hard time and that she really does still like Raphael. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love seeing more um, Izzy scenes, but also I am really sad that even though we got a big scene of her, she obviously was heartbroken by the end of it. And I think that's what's hard is we haven't seen her get her happily ever after just yet, which obviously not everybody needs it because then that obviously has no drama. But I feel as if Clary and Jace give a little bit more of that and they give us the drama factor. You know, give us the mm-hmm. love interest. And she's so worried about this mundane and she can't date a mundane or if she doesn't want to. I, I think mean, she should. Yeah, I think 
think she like, needs a little bit of normal. He's pretty cute. Then she should move he's to He's cute and he's Spain. nice. Yeah. And like, come on. But I think I she, know. yeah, she needs a little bit of normal in her life. But I also, I mean, it just broke my heart seeing her talk to Raphael, especially because right before that we had that conversation with, with Clary about, you know. Her I, intuition. Yeah. Well, and she mentioned, she said, I don't know what it is, but we just fit. And so that's just kind of hard. And then at the end of the scene, you obviously know that he's getting banished. I, yeah. What are you saying? I think she's just like, there's part of her that will never be completely over him. And. Well, it's like the. Okay. It's because the addiction thing, I know. But like. Yeah. I think the connection, too, was also. Like. The connection's also there, and they did kind of fit. And. So there's this thing that I think is interesting. You know, we've seen it in Twilight, the vampire meets a virgin kind of thing. And it's like, oh, you can't touch her. You can't do this. But I like that the gender has been swapped in this in a bit. And it's not a vampire. That's the one that's wanting to do the touching and everything. It's, I mean, it's the shadow hunters. I don't want to, she's not human, but they're the most human Mm -hmm. of all of these species on the show. And it's not this the vampire that has the blood, you know, that wants, like, the blood and the sex. It's like he just wants the blood and doesn't really want to want to touch, and she's almost yeah. the predator yeah. in a way. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, that is very interesting. It's very kind of contradictive of what is the norm for vampires that we know, anyway. Yeah, and, you know, there was something else. I, I forgot to bring this up when we were talking about the conversation that Maya and Luke had. It was, it hit a little bit too close to home for me, but there was just a lot of stuff for social... No, but it was, like, very social. It was, what I'm saying is it was too on the nose. It was, you know, these two African-American werewolves talking about um, almost racism when they were talking Mm -hmm. about Simon, the white vampire. And it, and, you know, then we have this other thing. It's like they're (laughs) constantly, you know, debating all these, like, social, racial injustices and they've done this for a really long time, but now I'm like, wait, I know what you're talking about, guys. I get it now after two seasons, <laughs> you know, a really long time. Um, but before we get into Raphael, let's talk a little bit about Heidi. And <sighs> I, well, I'm just, I still, I said this last week, I was like, Vampire Diary vibes all the way. Yeah. Her little chuckle. She creeps me her, out. Yeah, her chuckle, I was like, girl, you need to. Yeah, that was, like, that was pretty spot on. Please, okay. please. Kind of sounds no, like a horse name. <laughs> no, that's just mine. She doesn't sound like that. <laughs> it sounds like something from Wizard of Oz. That yeah. she, thing. she re- like it reminds me of that clown chuckle almost. Oh. You know oh. when you hear that like <sighs> it's like Pennywise. Yeah, it's well, creepy. I love it. I'm a big fan of her. Really? And oh. I know that she's probably going to be murdered quickly because she's... No, I have a feeling she's sticking around. She seems like she's going to hold a lot of power. She has so much revenge. She does. I mean, so we find out that Raphael has been keeping her for uh, experimental reasons because of the daylighter thing. We still don't know the full story, right? I feel, like I, don't, I feel like I don't know the full story. I'm ready for... Right. For a second, the only thing that I was trying to put together is that she he was using her to try to get Rosa back. It seemed like he was trying to figure out a way to keep Rosa around or keep himself close to her. It was something weird well, along those oh, lines. Oh, you know what? Actually, he doesn't want I think to miss out on life. Yeah, I think we did figure this out because he's trying to somehow find a way to make her a daylighter. So then that way he can make everyone a daylighter. So that way he can be with his sister during the day. But okay. And see the... Yeah, that's what he wants. We've talked about this before. Who wants to be turned into a vampire at 
90 years old, however old she is. No, I don't, I don't think that they're trying to turn her into a vampire. I think they're trying to find a way to make yeah. him a daylighter. So he's so he trying to make her a daylighter. go outside during the... What? I'm sorry, what? They're basically wanting to turn her into a daylighter so then that way they can find out the way to do that and then make him a daylighter so then that way he can spend more time with his sister. Yeah, he wants to like spend the rest of... The rest of her life out with her. And I think he's having, he's obviously having a complex because he can't see her during the day and she's falling asleep. Well, she's early. dead now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. I was yeah. going to say, wait. But I think, that's why, I think that's why, though. Wait, who's dead? Like in the beginning. Rosa. The sister. Oh. Yeah. No, but, but she. Oh, yeah. But, but like when he started this, this when he started when it, he started that it. was, I think, his intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He, he watched all his family members die and didn't get to spend time with them because he. So did every other vampire, okay? But, like, he's trying to figure out a way that the vampires can spend time with their families. What I, it, I suppose, I mean, go at night. I get it. she goes to bed early. She's old, but you know what? Yeah. That's what windows are for. You're a yeah. vampire. You sneak in. Tell her to just, like, sleep during the day and then, you know, whatever. Yeah. You can yeah. spend time with each other at night. Well, now it's a little too late because she's gone, but. Yeah, I mean, that's why I think, and he lied to Izzy. When, you know, they asked, and we've said this before, stop lying to each other. Right. Yeah. Is it so freaking hard? I mean, on Freeform it is. I mean, the consequences that when you lie are in this kind of show are worse than if you just said, yeah, so this is what's happening. Yeah. I mean, both Uh, are bad, but like it. Like, someone's going to forgive you more if you tell the truth sooner than... Well, that's... And that's kind of the thing that we're seeing with Jace and everything. He's obviously keeping all these secrets, and and maybe they could help him figure out what this whole deal is if they actually say, Listen, you were almost about to lose your parabatai slash brother slash best friend slash family member, basically, and Clary brought him back from the dead. Is it really that big of a deal? Can we p- move past it and help him through this dark time? It's called damage control, you know? You go, okay, let's go. Right. Yeah. Give right. him a chance. But yeah. they the fact that they all have to feel like they are going to lie, they're all... They're all just going to turn against each other. I know. It's like Pretty Little Liars 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> it really with, is. With werewolves and vampires. Yep. And, yep. I mean, that's what yeah. the show is missing, honestly, Pretty Little Liars. That uh, those I, Whenever I did Pretty Little Liars, I was like, vampires. I knew there weren't vampires, but I just <laughs> Oh, I thought them. you meant that, that that's what the show is. Well, it is. But and when I was watching Pretty Little Liars, I'd be like, where are the vampires? But now that I'm watching this, I'm like, thinking, where, where are the, the Pretty, pretty little, little Liars? liars? Yeah. <laughs> to we save the day. We need a, a crossover episode. Yeah. Please. That Even though the amazing. show's over. I would love that. Well, let's talk about Jace some more. So it's very sad that he thinks this is a mental illness. Um, and I also think he he's stupid. <laughs> stupid that nobody... Clary is stupid. I'm sorry. Izzy's for... pretty close, I feel like. Izzy? What would you say? Izzy's pretty close to figuring out. Well... I thought Alec was close, and then all of a sudden he jumped to <laughs> mental illness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was too. I actually, I was not expecting yeah. that to come out of his mouth at all. He was like, "I've got it, mental illness," and I was like, "No, well, it's like, a form of mental illness, but um, but it's more of like a, a demonic demon. possession, which is a men- I mean, you know. I mean, imagine all those people in mental hospitals being like Lilith, and you know they think they're crazy, oh. but they're just one of the thirty-three. Well, it's like Ooh. they live in <laughs> this world. Why are you not suspecting that it's something supernatural-ish? Does the chat yeah. have anything to say about uh, any of Jace's? What's the word? What's the spells? Word? 
spells, his, his uh, quote-unquote demons. You know, I, I'm really missing... I'm just going to call him Sebastian, okay? Just going to call him Sebastian. Sebastian, yeah. Yeah. Will Tudor. Will Tudor. I, and the thing is, it, I, I get that he's there, he's been on set, and he's been in scenes, and I'm assuming he'll be in it more, but I just, I want his character to be a real person that people can touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it's touched. I'm right sorry, that sounded so weird. That right now he's just so like, a, like a... Nobody wants to touch him anyways on the show, I mean... Yeah, he's, he's a demon. Yeah, and he's, he's a Jonathan Burnman. Julia says that uh, Alec brought up the mental illness thing because of Jace's mom, and it oh, yeah. did it made sense since Alec doesn't know what's going on. Right, that totally. Is true, yeah. I mean, we. I mean, Sam brought that up that it is. It was obviously it wasn't out of the blue that he found out this information. It was that he was doing research on his mom, but I think also. <clears throat> I feel like that's a little harsh considering they just found out who his real parents were and obviously he hasn't had any of these episodes before. So I think also to know that there's this crazy owl going around, they could probably think that maybe other things are happening. Definitely. Crazy owl, you know. Ah, like crazy owl. I always knew I didn't like those guys. <laughs> freaked out by them. Um, but now that I'm thinking about it, when he had, Jace had the conversation with Luke, there's something mysterious about what happened to uh, what, what, Hare. I know his mother's last name was Herondale. Um, What happened to his mother? Because, yes, she just randomly went crazy. Okay, in this kind of world, you don't, you don't just, just randomly, randomly go crazy. Right. And it was very strange how they said whenever his dad was around, she didn't have these episodes. Because of love. Yeah. Which, oh my gosh, guys, hello. Whenever Jason, I mean, whenever Clary is around, he's clear. Because their love, yeah. it's almost like, you know, once upon a time, and their true love's kiss breaks all the spells. Yeah. Exactly. It's almost like this. And so maybe as long as Clary's by his side, and that's why she needs, that's why Lilith needs a piece of her soul. Because it'll help deteriorate that bond that they have. She says and that so, you're going to love me more than Clary. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. How's that going to work? Yeah, I don't think so. That is, I don't that's like that. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. It's a little dark, a little that's, scary, a little creepy. I mean, yeah, Claire, I don't like oh, that. Creep, creep. Clary is pretty cool, and you're mm, a well, demon she, you devil. Know, sexy, but still a mother figure, I think, too. Yeah. yeah. All of oh, her. Celine Herondale. Oh, Celine, thank you. Thank you, whoever said that. Michelle Michelle Tam, thank you. Thank Michelle you, thank Tam, you. got you, girl. Thank you so much. Uh, so, Clary and Jace, at the end of the episode, he finally tells her, like, yo, not cool. Not cool. Yeah. Not okay. I'm, I'm asleep. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm blacking <laughs> yeah. out. Isn't what? that crazy? Can you imagine just, like, blacking out like that and not knowing what happened? I mean... Like, That'd be scary. But, but like, I was funny because like whenever he woke up, he's like, <gasps> he like sits up, <laughs> and I'm like, that's so me after a night of drinking. Like, can you imagine? Water, <laughs> water, water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Dakota's probably like, shh, yeah. and then goes back to sleep. He's very polite. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I am glad that Clary actually is realizing that something's wrong, and they're not just asking, Chase. What's wrong? And then we don't get to the bottom of it. At least now she can yeah. start putting puzzle pieces together. So this is kind of a big win for us as an audience because we're going to kind of figure out how to go forward yeah. from this and we're not going to go back anymore. Now that one person knows, it's only a matter of time mm. before I the others find out. Certainly hope so. Yeah. I do. <laughs> we get Lilith's backstory, which I had to write down basically word for word. Just... <laughs> Just so I got this straight. So Lilith, at the beginning of the episode, she tells Jace 
slash Jonathan. No, it's Jace. She tells Jace. Jace. It's not Jonathan. They're trying to get Jonathan back. So, um, basically, she says that she's talking about Jonathan's resurrection. And nothing will stop her from bringing her son back. And for thousands of years, she was unable to bear a child. Finally, Valentine asked her for blood for his unborn son. She said, and, you know, we knew that Jonathan was half demon, Mm -hmm. half human. Um, which we finally get the demon aspect of that. And she said she knew that her boy would be far too powerful for the shadow hunters to raise, which he was. Valentine eventually sent Jonathan to her, and she never knew if he really loved her. And then he died at Jace's hands. And she now has to bring 33 disciples so her son can be reborn. And then she will destroy Jace, just like Jace destroyed Jonathan. But she says first, take care of the girl before it's too late. Now, was the girl, are we talking about this Morgan? Um, the the one that the Shadowhunters had in the basement? Or were they talking about Clary? I thought we were talking about Clary. I think that would make the most sense only because she wants to take a piece of Clary's soul, so she probably needs her to be safe in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. We have Chloe in the chat. She is very evil. I hate her in half of the sentences in all caps. <laughs> I <laughs> Just feel like you. my yeah, notes, she Chloe. She truly Same. is, yeah. Chloe. I agree. That she is. Yep. I think she's great. And I love why I love evil characters. Oh yeah, I love that they decided to make this this new villain like a woman, and the fact that she's gorgeous and like just like so powerful and just like not like any other villain we've really seen in a long time. Yeah, I have a big thing for femme fatales. Mm. I just mm. I like the I don't know. I feel like in another life I was one. <laughs> I just hate evil characters. You do? <laughs> I just am like, I'm all team hero all the way. Yeah, but guess what? We're not going to have a story. Thank I know. You, Dakota. It's <laughs> true. I mean, it's true. I under- I can appreciate it in the storyline to add a little conflict, you know? But <laughs> I will say that I am on team hero side. Okay. So I am like a shadow hunter through and through. Okay. Uh, I-, I like that I'm starting to not. I'm like, ooh, you're Yeah, it's fun. It adds, it adds a little dimension to our panel, you know? Because then you'll be on the evil people side. Totally. So I'm kidding. I mean, I like Lex Luthor way more than Superman, I will say. <laughs> the chat is saying that the girl at the beginning she was talking about was Morgan. Yes. Oh. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, okay. I just want to know more. I too. I want to know more about what's going on with Morgan, because that whole thing kind of confused me. Why did they need to, like, rid her of the demons whenever, you know, they've, it seems like they've been trying to demonize everyone? Like, I, I really, I need some more insider info on that. Uh, also, Seb says if Magnus had examined her while she was possessed, Morgan, uh... They would have figured out what was happening. Oh, okay. I mean, so I, have, I'm I surprised that... Okay, so Magnus, next, the last thing we have to talk about, is Lilith knocking on his door. And she he welcomes her in. He's he a stranger. <laughs> That's what he... That, because he's not the high warlock of Brooklyn anymore, he has right. clients. He's, he has clients, and they're weirdos, and they're yeah. probably creepy as all hell. I love the way that she was just like... The way that she was acting. She's like, I just need your help. Like She had like these big eyes and just right. was super creepy. I'm like, do you not recognize that this is a parallel to like when Snow White was visited by the witch right. with the apple because <laughs> literally uh, neighbor Snow White. Yeah. <laughs> I was like this is totally Let's not forget also that Magnus's father is like the father of all demons. We forgot about him. Yeah. Yep. And and, and he hasn't said, gone away. He was obviously he went away in this episode, but he's probably he's still there. Yeah, and she said you were you are the only one that can help. She said that to Magnus. So Wow, I 
I think I can ship her with someone, maybe, then. Uh, yeah, Becca <laughs> is just ship central over she here. She is, goodness. I know. She needs to be on your show Everyone's in a relationship <laughs> with each other. That's why we had a love octagon season one, okay? What do you think it is? I mean, it's we just... We had to get rid of it. Who it ships is... me with the Jordan Kyle dude? <laughs> Please comment below. Don't you realize, though, that we had to get rid of the board? Like, there's no way we could even keep up now. Oh, it would be everywhere. I mean, it's it's a circle, but it's more than a circle. It's... That would... Oh my I gosh, mean, do you guys remember the show, pot. The Secret Circle? <laughs> did you ever watch that? Uh, yes, it I did. It was the best show, and it only lasted, like, one season. I will say, you guys, if you like this show, The Secret Circle is the first season. It's on uh, Netflix, and it's really good. It's and It's so very, good. very similar in a lot of ways to this show in The Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I've on so many shows. I do a lot of shows like this show, Supernatural, Fantasy, yeah. and all of my co-panelists joke every time I mention the Vampire Diaries. Someone has to drink, so no! <laughs> I know I have some fans that were fans of the Vampire Diaries after show that are watching this. So drink. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's get into some predictions for next week. Woo-hoo! And now your After Buzz TV predictions. Oh, that was good. Thanks. <laughs> I've only done this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Allie, let's start with you. Okay, I think that we're going to see... What is Allie going to pull out of her Santa sack? Oh, I've got some toys in here. I want a pony for Christmas. <laughs> I've got some predictions in my bag. Okay. What are you going to pull out of your Ooh, Santa sack? Come day. on. Okay, so I'm going to say that Magnus's dad... Is going to make an appearance soon. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, I think his dad's going to make an appearance soon. And I think that Izzy is going to actually find out about the weirdness that's going on with Jace. Mm. And Clary is going to kind of confide in her and tell her maybe partial secret. Maybe not fully saying that I gave the wish away, but kind of along like along the lines of that. But she also, Izzy does not stand for a liar, so we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, towards the beginning, it seemed like Izzy was going to be the one to find out what was happening with Jace completely first, just like figure out the Lilith thing, etc. All that. Um, I don't know. Hopefully Magnus <laughs> doesn't like... Hopefully... What's happening with Magnus and Lilith doesn't affect uh, Malik. Yeah. Because... Also, Malik was cute in this episode. They're always always adorable. Okay. (laughs) Just so you all know, we love Malik. It's probably the couple we ship most on this show. If we don't give them enough time and it's nothing to do with you guys or that they're two men that are in love. We just have so many ships and storylines. We try to get to them all. But mm-hmm. we love Malik to death. I love them. Remember, I fought for them in our Do You Ship show, and they won. I made them win. You won? Yeah. Yeah, we won. So they're going on to the next round. I mean, but Malik is so strong. No, how, could you, how could you How could you fight against it? What I do you think, think to go? Honestly, I really do think that in this next episode, Lilith is going to do something to where, for a while, Magnus will be overtaken by her. And, and, and she will be using him as the insider to, like, get things done to what she wants. Because we obviously see that he's always there for Alec and is always helping out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what's going to happen is she's going to be working through him and using his body to make some crazy decisions and it's going to affect everybody and it's going to be a mess for a while. And I feel like he's going to, like, be with Alec and Alec's going to be like, what's happening to you? It's going to be crazy, but I feel like something's going to happen there. And I just hope that it's resolved quickly so that way they can get back to their harmonious selves. Love it. 
No one can be their harmonious selves in the shadow world, obviously. <laughs> so anytime anyone is happy, I go, don't be happy. Don't be happy. It's Evil not is coming. Evil is coming. Go well, guys. Uh, you know, I do think, though, that our stable couple of the season will probably be Malik. Mm-hmm. I hope they stay stable. I hope so, too. You know, I think that these two girls, Morgan and Heidi, are going to be very important. And I also think that... Lilith is going to continue to kind of go through people and we'll start to see this army that she's building of 33 people, similar to what Valentine did. Not that it was 33, but he was also building an army mm-hmm. yeah, for different reasons. But, you know, she wants Jonathan back. She wants that burn man. You know, it is crazy, though, because like you said, they are the strongest couple right now. Malik is the strongest couple because... Clary and Jace, they're having their own issues, and they're not even sure what's going on. And then Maya and Simon seem like something – it's not like anything bad going on, but he's busy with his new roomie, and they're falling in love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're like, well, they're going to have a hard time being intimate in that new apartment. Thin you know? walls. Uh, especially with the werewolf, you know, throwing things across the room. I'm assuming that those oh, thin shoot. walls might break. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But that's why I think that something is getting ready to happen with Magnus because right now they are the strongest and the happiest couple and True. you know, yes. good TV. They always got to mix it up. So second that Billy Jean girl says that she predicts I that Magnus won't freak out that Alec has to move in with him and will be happy. Yes. And then someone said Mitchell says Magnus and Alec are going to move in together. Yeah. Let's That's, hope so. Yes. Fingers crossed. Well, yeah, that was in the preview. Yeah, guys. that was in the preview for next yes. week. So well, that means a lot more might happen because if Magnus is like going to be evil then like what happens when he's sleeping next to alec and then the demon enters alec's body oh then what, okay, then what if alec figures out first what's going on because of that well <laughs> you know what you never know what happens in the bedroom is supposed to stay in the bedroom <laughs> but if it's demonic then maybe they should tell people yeah. like, maybe they will there should never be anything demonic happening in the yes, bedroom exactly well, what if uh, PSA. hiding out in the apartment or something well let, let's not and say we did <laughs> yeah on that note thank you guys so so much for tuning in we love you all please rate review subscribe comment let us know what you thought your theories all of that where can everyone find you starting with Allie you can find me on twitter at Allie Girl and on instagram at Allie Nasta y'all can follow me on twitter and instagram at Becca B Talks TV and you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones and my show Millennial Hollywood, which airs this Friday at noon Pacific Standard Time. I'm interviewing Demi Lovato's mother, Diana De La Garza, about Woo! her new book. Super exciting. Uh, you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, SamD43, Twitter and Instagram at samdavidsonentertainment.com. I promise you we do have fun guests coming. They're just filming, but stay tuned for all that, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.